Hey gang, Jimmy here. Just uh, want to let you know we had a little bit of technical difficulties with this episode, but uh, we didn't necessarily feel it was right to make you guys wait for us to go ahead and record another episode and have to wait till Thursday or Friday to get this one. So anyway, we're putting it out. We know about the technical glitches. We'll try and make it better next week. Hello, Baltimore, Birdland, and beyond. Welcome back to Bleacher Birds, uh, episode 40, the Rick Sutcliffe episode. Uh, once again, we will be doing absolutely no talking about Rick Sutcliffe, as we'll cover the O's and uh, jump into a little bit of Ravens coverage. And yes, of course, the Super Bowl. So, uh, I am Jimmy. I couldn't do this alone. Say my co-host is the cunning linguist, the quintessential stud muffin, the man who puts the U in Yoo-Hoo the GM of Masson, and the snow miser himself, Matt Gardner. Matt, how the hell are you? I'm all right. I'm not the snow miser. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, you started this. I'm a wait- Oh, is that what that means, the snow yeah, miser? Yeah, snow miser was the, was the good one that uh, that bragged about being all things cold. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true, because I've, I've been waiting for this thing yeah. here. It's been a slow week, so there's no, really no sports going mm-hmm. on. So all I can do is sit and wait for a big snowstorm like this. Yeah. So you uh you you told me a little bit earlier you went out, went ahead and cleaned the car off and then decided to go for a walk. Off and then went for a walk. I did. Yes. Did, did you have trouble getting the car mm-hmm. out? Wait. No. 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 Just 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 wipe it off, man. Oh. Okay. Doing the doing the maintenance so it doesn't ice ice over tonight. Oh. Okay. Like every good car owner should do, right? Did you do that? Uh, no, I've been staying inside, uh, inside my nice, warm, toasty, uh, <laughs> toasty cabin here, uh, staying warm. Say so we, uh, we went ahead and went skiing. So, uh, you know, trying to figure out when to pizza and when to French fry, but uh, we are back home now as we're recording this episode. Well, that's good, man. That's good. I haven't been skiing in a long time. Yeah, you know what I found out? I found out that it is uh, just slightly less difficult than ice skating. Uh, you ever been snowboarding? Uh, snowboarding, no. But you know what I found is uh, what I found is my trying is snow tubing. Okay, so, snow yeah, tubing. So, yeah, that's pretty yeah, easy. So just literally just tire onto the snow and then run and jump onto it. And if you're a fat guy like me, then the uh, then the weight just goes ahead and takes down the hill, and it's a good time for about uh, <laughs> you know three to five seconds oh, there you go but you know what i did find well, would you stick to the you stick to the bunny hill? what's that what do you do stick to the bunny hill well you know i, I stick to what i excel at okay all right so but you know what i did find out about these things is that um you know when we were kids we would go over to uh the middle school and go ahead and uh sleigh ride and snow tube down that hill and that was fun um of course, we would go ahead and build ramps and get about 25 feet in the air and do ludicrous things like that. Um, you, mm-hmm. you didn't necessarily do this down, uh, up there, but um, they had a nice little, uh, almost like a, I don't want to say an escalator, but it was like a flat escalator that would just take you up the hill so you don't actually have to, you know, walk up it. So it's not a not a ski lift? No, not necessarily a ski lift, but a uh, it was almost like a like a moving that you would just stand on okay. it and just like ride you straight up. All right. So they had a ski lift for the skiing, but for the snow flat 
and just no, you can just throw your tube on yeah. there, I guess, and let it ride up. Yeah, I got you. I haven't been in such a long time, man, but that sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, get... I can't hear you. You're trailing off. And did I catch a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? 30 years ago, we would go up to the middle school and go ahead and build ramps. And uh, it, one year, I remember we went up there and we were just like, all right, let's see how high we can build this ramp. And it was like, you know, we would mm -hmm. go up there, get a little bit of air, and then build it up higher, and then build it up and get higher and higher. And, and then... Finally, we built it to such a dangerous level that we were going up and almost doing a full flip. And uh, I can't yeah. remember, was it me or was it Todd? One of the two of us went up and fell flat on her neck, uh, almost like taking a move from, uh, from a professional just like straight up razor's edge right onto the neck. You remember <laughs> that one? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was all of us, man. Yeah, I think that was like that ice here where we built like that ice ramp. I just remember all of us went straight up and like you, your feet would just go off from under you and you'd land straight on your back. That's probably where all my back problems started. Say, can you imagine doing that nonsense now? No, I probably, probably wouldn't be able that. to move. <laughs> and so, oh man, good times. So, anywho, um, mentioned number 40 i mentioned rick sutcliffe which is probably the most familiar uh number 40 can you mention the most recent number 40 Ooh. within the past couple of years give me a hint here like what year are you 2019 about? oh dude really soon okay number 40 it's not santan santander no, it's is not it? 2019 it is an outfielder um hmm uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to help me out the, here. The last name of one of your favorite podcasters. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a, somebody with the last name no, Mason. First name. <laughs> okay. Oh, Orioles legend Mason Williams. Oh, he's yeah. a legend, huh? Man, I don't even remember that. How how many how long did he stay up here? Up here for a couple of weeks, a couple of games, I guess. Yeah, a yeah. cup of coffee. I gotcha. So, anywho, um, we'll go ahead and start off the podcast. We'll give a special thanks to. Uh, Rising star Hunter Henderson for uh, shouting out to uh, to my daughter Alyssa for a happy birthday this year. Uh, last year we got Austin Hayes to wish her a happy birthday, and Austin Hayes had a breakout season last year. Um, you know, he got a little bit hurt, but then after he uh, came back from injury, slash three seventy seven, four hundred four, five eighty five, um, went ahead and hit an inside the park home run. Uh, which was the 23rd inside park home run in Orioles history. Um, and then in December, he went ahead and welcomed his first child. So I'm not saying that it's a, uh, you know, they, it's it's a good uh, thing to wish my daughter a happy birthday. But, um, you know, if we saw Austin Hayes break out last year, if Gunnar Henderson goes ahead and gets called up and breaks out this year, you know, maybe uh, maybe some more of these kids will go ahead and take the notice and, you know, We'll see who's wishing uh, who's wishing Alyssa a happy birthday next year. Yeah, man, get them while they're while they're young, because later they're going to be either too busy or they're going to be charging money for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but before you know it, like somebody will go ahead and do a bobblehead of there, and you won't be able to get a hold of it, and you know, <laughs> life will be difficult. But um, but yeah, so special thanks to uh, to the up and coming Gunnar Henderson this year and uh once again Austin Hayes for last year for uh just say that much happier. Yeah, happy birthday. I'll see you there. Yeah, she'll she'll appreciate hearing it from you too. So mm -hmm. she's eighteen now, Matt. 
18. Uh, God help me. I, <laughs> I, I can officially kick her out of the house if I want to. <laughs> I don't. But, uh, don't say but, that. Oh, hey, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you just got to drop that little... uh. Drop that little reminder in there just in case she listens to the podcast, you know? Reminder no, or threat? I would say a threat. Anywho, why don't we go ahead and uh, go ahead and move on here to some O's news. Uh, yesterday, Saturday the 30th, uh, was truck day, so the O's went ahead and packed up all of their things. Went ahead and headed on down to Sarasota. And uh, pitchers and catchers should be reporting shortly, I imagine. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It feels like it's really happening Dude, real quick. I'm, I'm so ready for it. So, so ready for it. And it's just like, while the snow is nice today, I uh, I really, really want to just go ahead and get these warm days outside and, you know, get this pandemic stuff everywhere so we can actually go to a ball game. Mm-hmm. You sound like the heat miser. You just want to bring the heat. But yeah, I eventually want to actually go down to Sarasota and watch. Well, it. we talked about uh, we uh, talked recently. about potentially going down this year with a couple of other Orioles podcasters and uh, doing a big old show that I'm going on. Obviously, that got canceled, so we're hoping for next year. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Have you ever been there? Have you ever went down there just any other year? And uh, no. Saw it? No. Okay. No. So I I hope to get down there. I think it'd be a lot of fun to go down there. Just kind of like. Watch you guys go ahead and warm up and everything, and be in that baseball environment like nothing but full on baseball. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah, I hear it's really yeah. nice down there too. So, a couple of the guys that we can expect to go ahead and be reporting to this uh, are some of the top prospects in baseball. Say, uh, Baseball America released the top hundred prospects for uh, for Major League Baseball just a couple of days ago. And uh, when they went ahead and released this, the O's had five players on this top 100 list. So they were the mm-hmm. uh, second highest. I think there was another team that had like eight. I'm pretty sure it was the Rays because that sounds like the Rays always do. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand that because it's supposed to be all like the really bad teams. You would imagine they would have all the top prospects. Yeah, but what the Rays do is they go ahead, they they stay competitive, and then once their star players um, reach their contract, they never you know extend them. They let them go, and then they go ahead and get prospects for them. Yeah, I guess they do trade yeah. all their players for prospects, but it's just like, man, eight more guys coming up through the Rays system. Yeah. I guess that's how they get, they get close all these years, and then they trade yeah. them away. So. Cause then, then they make they made the playoffs they last did. year, didn't they? And I think uh, I think Evan Longoria is probably like the longest tenured uh, Ray, but like even then, like he moved on to mm-hmm. I think it was San Francisco last year. So mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody goes at some point in time. Yeah, yeah they never Longoria keep went to San Francisco. Uh, Chris Archer went to Pittsburgh. So you know, at, at some point in time, even these quote unquote lifers end up on another team. So yeah. Um, but getting back to the uh, top 100 prospects, Matt, you, do you think you can take a stab at the guys that are on this list? Yeah, I think I can name right. a few at least. Um, Jesus and Cleats. Uh, Adley Rushman. Adley yeah. Rushman. Uh, okay. Grayson Rodriguez. Uh, uh, I'm starting to fall short already. I thought I could name more than that. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on no, a second. Um, uh, how about the how about the new guy? We just uh, um, is Gunnar Henderson on there? Uh, do Gunnar Henderson is not on this list. Uh, how about um, Kirstad Kirstad? is on this list? Okay, right. 
Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't know. Number two in Adley Rushman. Uh, okay. Number 22 in Grayson Rodriguez. Number 62 right. in Heston Kerstad. Uh, well, uh-huh. The two that you missed out on, number 59, D.L. Hall. And okay. number 63, uh, I'm not quite sure how this guy is still a prospect as he got called up last year, but um, you know, what about Ryan Mountcastle? Where's Ryan Mountcastle? Well, Ryan Mountcastle is number 63. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't even thinking about him. I thought he'd be uh, disqualified from since that. He, since he played in list. 16 games last season? Man, was no, I'm pretty sure he games? played in more. I'm just, uh, just throwing a random number out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Once again, we don't have our we don't have our yeah, facts. Folks, don't here. come here for the facts. Come here to be entertained and <laughs> and mildly entertained at best. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think um, Mountcastle would be on that list, but yeah, that's cool. So five uh, five up and coming birds, and then of course we've got guys like like Gunnar Henderson that aren't even on this list that are bound to uh, go ahead and make an impact in the minors, and then hopefully get caught. We got uh, Gunner's a shortstop. So we're going to be looking to fill that void. Uh, it looks like we did fill that void this year. We filled it with a uh, with another one year, uh, one year rental, as, if it were. Um, and that one was who, Matt? That is Freddie Galvis. Ready? Tell me about Freddie. So what I understand about Freddie is I remember watching mm-hmm. him in Toronto, but he seems like he's a defensive. Shortstop, kind of like uh, Jose Iglesias. What thought we thought Jose Iglesias would be when he got here, like mm-hmm. a low average guy, defensive uh, Gold Glover. He's always in the. This guy Galvis is always in the running for Gold Glove. It says, uh, looks like a career line of two forty seven, two ninety one, three eighty five. So just okay numbers. So he's going to come to Baltimore. He's going to be the next guy to be hitting three hundred and have uh, twenty four home runs and thirty six uh, steals and. Uh, 87 RBIs. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, well, that's the way it worked out with Iglesias. Yeah. Maybe it's at, um, Oriole park, man. Clearly. Park. So, Hey, it sounds good to me. Yeah. He's got 95 home runs over parts of nine seasons. So, and you know what, if it, uh, if it works out, if Freddie's having a good season and we can go ahead and, uh, send him somewhere else. And, uh, you know, if, uh, Gunner's having a good season in the minors and we need to go ahead and call him up, it seems like it would be a nice little, uh, Nice transition there. Yeah, it seems like you're setting something something like that up where he'll just he's just going to fill the void for yeah, a year you know, you or gotta two. Be, you got to be careful when you say things like trust the process. Um, you know, things are things are starting to line up here in Birdland. So. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, what do you think about him? One, one thing I noticed about Freddie Galvis is his dreadlocks, though, man. What do you think about those? You know, I was Have you seen a picture of myself? I thought, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I thought that I'd go ahead and rock him. Say, I think. Uh, I think the hot Irish wife would really, really like him. Um, but, you know, it, it doesn't bother me any. Well, I was thinking um, if he really takes off like Jose you think did. they might go ahead and give those away in the uh, Oreo game? Yeah, like a giveaway would be um, dreadlock wig well, night it, or something like that. Attached to a hat. So it could be like the hat with the dreadlocks attached to it. <laughs> you know, that, that could be cool. How about that, you know, that visor that people wear with like the um... – with like the uh, dyed hair, yeah. have you seen those visors that have like the hair attached to them? Yeah. Anything to replace that, yeah, I guess, like would be good, would... right? Did they always have like some kind of policy on hair? Are they gonna make them shave that I'm off? I'm sure they gave up on that a couple years ago when they started allowing guys to have like beards and things of that sort. 
Uh, oh yeah, and Hunter, um, what's his name? Hunter Harvey has that really long hair. So yeah, Hunter Harvey has uh, has what we like to call that Eric Drexler hair. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Eric, who I still haven't heard from yeah. since the Packers lost. So um, I'm yeah, he's yeah. in a daze right now. So all right, uh, so moving along, uh, staying on in with the infield. Classic John Heyman reports that. Uh, you know, Mancini trade talks are all over the place and that the Braves have kicked the tires on Trey Mancini uh, to see whether or not we'd be willing to trade him to him. Um, you know, at, I I like the Braves, but they really, really got to stop stealing their guys. Uh, first Marcakis, and, and now yeah. they're trying to go – well, first Marcakis, then Darren O'Day. And wasn't Brad Brock with them for a little – you know, now, now all of a sudden they're trying to see if Trey Mancini – I wouldn't be surprised if the others said he was available. You know, one point. thing that we do have is we've got a lot of – we've got a uh, surplus of outfielders, um, but I don't necessarily – go ahead and trade Mancini uh, – to trade Mancini. To trade Mancini. Um, <laughs> trade Mancini. I don't think it would be a good move to go ahead and trade Mancini after uh, the year that he had to deal with last year and then, um, you know, him coming back on a friendly deal. Um, you know, I, I think you got to go ahead and hold true, uh, see what he does this season. And, you know, a little bit later on down the road, if, uh, if the numbers are good and if, uh, you know, if there's interest in what's coming back on the deal is good, then, then we can talk about it. But I don't necessarily think it's an off season trade that you may make. No. And then the Braves would probably be trying to get him on the cheap too, since, since he was out all last year. They do. But you know what I mean. They haven't seen him play in a year, and they probably wouldn't offer yeah, too much not, for him not right now. now. But they they're too busy. They still got to pay uh, Ronald Acuna and uh, Freddie Freeman, and you know they got a couple of big contracts over there. So they got to uh, they got to go ahead and make sure they're using their uh, budget, staying underneath their budget. But um, so Rocco Paco, uh, who is still employed by Masson, he's one of the employed by Masson. Uh, reported that uh, when Mike Elias was asked specifically about Trey Mancini, he said that he is 100% uh, that the Orioles are super excited to see him in Sarasota, and Elias expects Mancini to go back to hitting in the middle of the order. Uh, Said that he will mainly play first base, but also get reps in the corner outfield. So Elias, um, you know, again, unless this is all just... uh, Unless this is all just talk, you know, Elias clearly is expecting to uh, keep Mancini on the team and have Mancini be a contributor. Mm-hmm. Or it could be trade bait Very talk. well could be. Well, those, those managers can be sneaky sometimes. They can. So, but I guess we'll, uh, I guess we'll see about that. Say, I, if Mancini moves, I don't think it's going to be before the season starts. No, so, I don't think so either. Um, and then our last bit of, uh, Major League Baseball news uh, comes from the one and very same uh, classic John Heyman. Uh, MLB proposed Friday a 100 season with full pay, so 100% like it's a 162-game season, uh, and it would be delayed by a month. Uh, The offer includes expanded playoffs and a DH, and the Players Union is currently deliberating. And so what are your thoughts, Matt? 154 game season. So just a little bit shorter than the normal. You probably wouldn't even notice the difference. 
Uh, looks like it would start off. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Off maybe a month late, uh, later than usual. Trying to get into uh, just trying to get into warmer weather, I imagine. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mind that. I, I don't think I would notice like six games or whatever uh, it is then, that wouldn't uh, be there. The expanded playoffs. Say that's uh, anytime the Orioles or their dog has an opportunity to go ahead and get into the playoffs. Yeah, increase their chances, but um, I think that's great, man. Start a month later anyway. And I always hated it when, mm-hmm. like, opening day is always great, but then by the third inning, it's usually like so <laughs> cold out there, and you're just like, oh god, and you got to. <laughs> and by that point on, you're like hands start to freeze. So I, I wouldn't mind uh, like a early, like a late April or yeah, early I mean, May. How many start. times have great. we uh, <laughs> have we mentioned this at Camden Yards? You know. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. While it was fun, nobody really wants to be sitting out in the upper deck or in the. And I feel like the past, like I mean, at least like five out of the ten past opening days, there's yeah. been like a light drizzle, and it's just kind of miserable out there. So, all right. Well, uh, that's everything I got for the Yahoos. Why don't we uh, jump on over to the other side and uh, hit the NFL? Birdland Sports for fans by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. So uh, we've got some major NFL news uh, coming out from uh, from yesterday, and that is uh, some news that not related to the Ravens, uh, but Matt Stafford, Detroit Lions, was traded to the Rams uh, in exchange for two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and quarterback Jared Goff. So uh, when asked about the trade, uh, Matt Stafford uh, said that he would accept a trade to any team except for the New England Patriots. What a guy. Wow. Oh, I what a guy. What a hero. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear that so part. That one, uh, that one, that was legit. I saw that on, uh, on the social medias. I wonder what his beat. Maybe he doesn't like the ownership like or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so that was something. So, Two future first-round picks. So the first-round pick next year and the first-round pick in 2022. Um, and then a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's 2022 or 2023, but either way, two firsts and a third. Uh, you know, they're going to be a passing team, and Matt Stafford just, you know, he just highlights it that much more. So, you know, Stafford gets a chance to win time in forever. And all these wide receivers get a quarterback that can throw the ball and will throw the ball. So I think it's it's going to be exciting for him. Say it's definitely going to uh, it's definitely going to be a good thing for LA at least in the short term. Um, but this might be like a one two year band aid, and then all of a sudden, you know what happens to that team after that. So, but. You know, the the Rams have traded, I, I was looking into this, the Rams have traded like six or seven of their past first-round picks since like 2014 or something like that. It's ridiculous. Like every time that they, tra- every time that they draft somebody, they end up either trading them or uh, they're, they're, they don't end up on the team anymore. It's just like they just can't. Tra- the Rams use first-round picks like the Ravens draft wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How's that? Like they don't work out. Yeah, but I mean, this is like, you're right. This is just like, whenever I see teams like just pretty much straight up trade quarterbacks like this, it's it kind of is just like a Band-Aid. 
And it's like playing the lottery, man, because is Matthew – I know Matthew Stafford yeah. has been pretty good, right? And there was times where – well, he had like a really good team at one point too. So you, you never really know if it was him or if it was his team. But what if he goes to the Rams and like they just do what they've been doing? If he, if he goes to the Rams and they probably they're not really winning. Then. Yeah, and then the Rams. I mean, I mean the um, Detroit. I think they got they got screwed there. Yeah, I mean, it, I think. Uh, well, wait, you think Detroit got screwed there? I do. Yeah. Getting, I mean, because the third round pick. Yeah, but you know, sometimes, well, like you were saying with the yeah. Rams, sometimes they don't work out. True. You never know. The, the the draft is a gamble, and they got Jared Goff, who might have only been like a system quarterback, which it yeah. looks like he might have been. Well, you got to look at the know. Lions. Time, and it's like, what the hell are the Lions doing with Matt Stafford, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, now they have, like, in my opinion, like a worse quarterback. Um, and then they have to hit on their draft picks. Uh, having a worse know. quarterback will certainly uh... – well, I guess having the worst quarterback isn't certainly going to improve on those draft picks because they're still the Rams draft picks, so they'll still be taking it like 26, 27 with it. So, eh, who knows? Right. See, I think it's a uh, – I think the Rams kind of uh, – the Rams are trading away their future for a couple of years, and I think the Lions went out in this if they can draft correctly. But um, but I definitely think the Rams are going to be fun to watch for these next couple of years, and Matt Stafford – uh. Uh, fancy sleeper next year. Maybe. It just seems like a desperation move, you know. I, whenever they see two quarterbacks yeah. get traded well, straight up like say that. One, well, one team that did not make a desperation move was the Ravens. Uh, and signed Nick Boyle to a two-year extension. Uh, it's going to go ahead and create $2 million in cap room. People were talking about Nick Boyle having to be cut and the Ravens having to go out and get another tight end to uh, align with Mark Andrews and you know, while we could certainly still use a third one, uh, I think this instantly solves that problem of uh, about tight end number two. So, I think this is a this is a real good move for both the teams and the team and the player. So, um, you know, and, and again, it it solves one of those spots. Yeah, and they were throwing to him a little bit more last year than they were. And it looks like he can catch. He can catch. He can. He can run some routes. But yeah, they'll still but, have to get the third they one. Right? Have to waste a high form. Um, you know, you go ahead and you look at. Yeah. Uh, we talked about last week the the Brady made with uh, with Gronkowski. You know, you held this guy in to block forever and ever and ever, and then all of a sudden, just as the guys are in the block, and all of a sudden he's open for a fifty yard gain. You know, the Ravens can do the same exact thing with Boyle. And, you know, that's kind of the way that it seemed like they were going this season. They were utilizing him a little bit more, but um credit as a receiving tight end. So, uh, you know, just keep that secret hidden and go ahead and utilize him. Yeah, but you're missing the other part of that. you got to have a quarterback like Tom yeah, Brady that can pull that off, man. Well, the thing Lamar Jackson's got to do, he's got to go back to – Throwing the ball like he did two years ago, I think. Yeah, we're we're never going to uh, we're going to end this argument. Say one one week we need to throw the ball, another week we need to run the ball. Say we just uh, we can't find that calm in between. Well, no, I mean one week, yeah, he throws the ball a lot, but not well. You know what I mean? He needs to go back to uh, I don't know, work on some accuracy. He can't be like that first game against Miami last year where he threw for like five touchdowns and like three hundred yards or something like that. But. <laughs> Yeah, why can't he do that every week? It's just not his style. (laughs) 
<laughs> if we could have, uh, if he could do that every single week, he wouldn't have lasted as long in the draft as he did. No, All right, uh, another signing here. So Ravens go ahead and sign uh, safety special teams player Jordan Richards to a one-year, $1.015 million deal. Uh, earned 25000 guaranteed. He played all 16 games this season, uh, primarily as a special teamer, uh, and made a whole four tackles on special teams this season. So, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, he did a good job of um, hiding out there because I didn't see yeah, – I don't remember was, that name but, at all. Uh, you know, hey, he, uh, he made four tackles and gets a million dollars for it. All right, so why don't we get into what everybody's really here for? So we've uh, we've got the big game coming up next week. Uh, we won't record until after the big game, so realistically, probably be like a Monday night recording, which means a, uh, like a Wednesday podcast next week. Um, just a fair warning for the fans. All right, so uh, why don't we take a look at some of these prop bets before we make any sorts of uh, predictions on the big game here. And uh, let me go ahead and open these bad boys up. And, uh, you know, we're not necessarily going to cover the, uh, you know, first team to score or who's got the most yards or anything of that sort. So what we're going to try and get into is we're going to get into some of these fun uh, fun prop bets. So uh, prop bet number one, Matthew. Uh, do do. do... What color liquid will be poured on the game-winning coach? So, and I like that it's called liquid, <laughs> just in case it's not actually Gatorade, and uh, just in case it's not sponsored by Gatorade. Yeah, it could be Powerade. So, uh, or, yeah, because all of a sudden, if they say Gatorade one? and it's not even Gatorade, then all of a sudden you lose, right? So what color? All right, so. So what color liquid? It's here. Plus one fifty is orange, so your highest uh, highest odds there are orange color. Uh, second is red at two twenty five. Lime slash green slash is two seventy five. Clear or water is seven hundred. Blue is eight hundred, and purple is plus a thousand. Huh. Has there ever been? I yeah, guess there's you know, never been I would purple think if there were purple, it would have been like people. at the Ravens, but um, well, that's how, that's probably like one of my favorite flavors. That's what I would have uh-huh. would have wanted to say there, but I'm gonna go with that. Yellow what was that green. one? It was like yellow lime. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's like a lot of options thrown right, into so one answer. So I'm definitely going for that. Seventy-five. Say, I'm going to go a little bit contrarian because we're talking about the Bucks and the Chiefs. We're talking about two teams that both wear red. The Bucks will be playing white, uh, wearing white. Okay. I'm going red. All right. So you, uh, you writing this down, or am I? All right. All right cool. Uh, well, we got to record you'll, it. You'll, you'll, you'll take care of this after that <laughs> when you do your editing. All right, yeah, when good. I listen back to it, I'll, All right. I'll write them down. Uh, who will five MVP mention first in his speech? Uh, of course, your odds here: uh, teammates at minus one twenty, God. At plus two hundred, family or family members at plus five fifty, uh, the city at plus six, the coach at plus a thousand, the owner at mm-hmm. plus sixteen hundred, does not mention any of at plus one thousand. Yeah, I don't think that one's going to happen. Um, well, without spoiling who I think is going to win the Super Bowl here, okay, I'm going to go family members. All right. So uh, I, I think I'm. I'm gonna go with what uh 
when was right up at the top. Say I'm gonna go to uh, I'm gonna go to teammates. Yeah, I think uh, I think teammates with that one. All right. All right. So something a little bit more fun here. So will a fan run onto the field during the game? Uh, yes is plus six hundred. No is minus twelve hundred. So wait a second. So hey, which one is the higher odds or lower odds? Or if a fan does not run onto the field. Yeah, I'm going with that one. With the security this year and all. Yeah, I'm agreeing with no you. No fans are going to There's no chance in all that a fan runs onto the field this year. Yeah, no chance. Yeah, at I think got that thing on lockdown. Right all right. Uh, will a player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? Plus four fifty. No, at minus eight fifty. And you gotta remember, Mahomes and mm. Bree, they uh, they married. There is, yeah. there's, there's a lot of players though. Does this happen a lot? I, I mean, what was the last time this actually games happened? Than it does during NFL games. So, uh, spoiler alert: I'm going no. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you there. So here comes a big one. Uh, what will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, price of Bitcoin goes up is minus one forty five. Price of Bitcoin goes down is plus one oh five. First I need to yeah, explain I'm, to me what right there Bitcoin with you. Is. From what I understand, it's a uh, it's like fake money. I mean, that doesn't mean I haven't heard of it. I've yeah. heard definitely. I've for sure I've heard of it. No, every time I ask somebody to explain to me, like, well, they go through these like long, complicated like explanations, and then I just yeah, I'm sorry I asked by the end of it. Um, I'm gonna say. All right. Well, it goes down. Yeah. Just I'll picking play the random. I'm gonna say it goes up. All right. All Will right. any player be ejected for throwing or fighting? Yes, at plus seven fifty. No, at minus two thousand. Oh man, I'm trying to think of the individual players yeah. on each of these teams. I'm gonna go no on this one. I'm gonna say there's no chance they're, they're keep it under control. Did. Both the coaches do a good job holding their players down, yeah. and with a game like this, it's you know most important that everybody keep their. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Will either kicker hit the upright or a missed field goal or extra point attempt? So not not only will they miss a <laughs> field goal, but will they hit the upright or crossbar? Is Justin Tucker playing? Uh. <laughs> you know, it's so funny how uh-huh. like, if you listen a couple episodes back, praising Justin Tucker, we were like, I don't know, we were yeah. like the bottom of this dude's cleats. And now all of a sudden you go ahead and you crack it. And now, <laughs> that's all right. I, I still like him. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna no. Tell you what, Sam, no. I'm That's a hard, uh, hard man to likes to take his chances, so I'll go ahead and say yes. Three twenty-five odd. No was minus right. five fifty. Uh, what will happen first in the game? Mm-hmm. A sack, sack at plus one ten. Touchdown at minus one fifty. You got Mahomes. You got Brady. Brady goes down like a yeah sack of potatoes if you get near him. I'm gonna go. Yeah, they are. Both of these guys are gonna be slinging the ball. Oh boy! I'll, I'll go sack. I was going to go, go touchdown regardless, point. but the fact that I get to play contrary and go touchdown is uh, I like that. Yeah, defense is going to be all amped up, and you know, defense always got the energy in the beginning of the game. So yeah, Matt, we try to good about that. Political in this uh, in, on this podcast, but this is a prop bet. So uh, Super Bowl Fifty Five broadcast prop: How many times will Joe Biden be mentioned? 
over one time at plus 190 <laughs> or under one time at minus 290. Hmm. I wonder if this is like always a thing. Well, no, the say last year it was uh, with Donald this year. during the uh, during the Super Bowl. All right, uh, okay, I'm gonna so say no. Under one time. All right. Um. Yeah. You know what? Say I, I'm. Gosh, I I don't know. Say because like, what if they do it one time? So under one time, over time, over one time. Like, what if they just mention him one time? Oh, it's got to be either under I'd or like over. To go huh? with one time that they mention it one time and that be it. But you have to go over or under. So, uh, you know what? I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go under. Uh, how many times will Roger Goodell be shown Man. over one and a half or under one and a half? <laughs> and they're both at minus one twenty. Oh, I'm going over because he comes right at. He goes right on the field yeah, after the game. So they're He's gonna, they're going to be showing him, him all box, night. and then they're going to show him after the uh, after the game. So, yeah. So easily he, he hands times, out the trophy over one and a half. Uh, what be, will be mentioned mm-hmm. first? Tom Brady's tenth Super Bowl or Tom Brady's age? <laughs> so minus one fifty oh, for the tenth Super Bowl, plus one ten for Tom Brady's age. No, I think the broadcast. In fact, I think the broadcast is going to start off by saying forty-three-year-old Tom Brady takes the field. Yeah, looking for his 10th yeah, Super Bowl. Know, so can, definitely, I can definitely age. hear that. So I think uh, I think I'm agreeing with you on that one. So, all right, and yeah. uh, the last one here. Uh, let me just go ahead and scroll down this. Uh, will the KBO have an ad during the Super Bowl? Matt, hit the music. <laughs> the KBO. Oh my goodness, what are the odds here? <laughs> during the Super Bowl, yes or no? <laughs> this can't be real. Uh, your, your what are my odds for yes? For yes. Minus 1,200. And your odds for no <laughs> are plus 143. Wait, doesn't that mean I, I'd have to bet 1,200 to win 100? <laughs> that can't be right. I'm I'm thinking if I put a hundred bucks down, the KBO ad is on there that I would win like a million. So, so, so. clearly, there will not be a KBO ad during the uh, during the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, but, but we'll keep but talking about what them there may be an ad to make for. up for it. Um, and this one's not necessarily a prompt bet, but there may be a bet for uh, yeah, maybe a little monkey knife fight. I'll never know the simple joys of a monkey knife fight. I did hear they get bought. They got bought by somebody yeah, like Bally's and, or something. Uh, Bally's like see, a casino. I think they're player owned too, so I think Bally conjunction with them. But anywho, okay. we can uh, use that to transition on over here. So Matt, let's let's take a look at the uh, monkey knife fight prop Time. here for uh, for next week's game. Okay, they're gonna have some. Right, so, well, not not oh, a prop nice. bets, okay. I'm sorry, just uh, just random bets. Yes, sir. Oh, all right. They're they're, they're typical right, so, bets. I mean. Uh, Patrick Mahomes at 329.5 passing yards, Tom Brady at 205. And then who, who uh, neither one, one of them get like a little extra like, yardage? They're guessing that uh, Tom Brady will go, well, 299.5, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, they're do- the, the more or less. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I would lean um, that too. I'm going um, more on both. 
I'm half tempted to go less on Brady, but I, I really think this is just going to be a passing game. So I think we will see more on both. So I think that's going to be uh, yeah, that's going to be a shootout. That's going to be one I might take a chance on. Now I saw one earlier that I wanted to uh, go ahead and take shots on. So this one's a rapid six times whatever your bet is here. And this one does have Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady for passing yards. I guess you gotta you gotta take mm-hmm. into consideration who's going to be behind here, right? I think he's going to be playing from game. behind. Mahomes is going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Mahomes is going to be throwing the ball either way a lot, so he's going to get up there either you, way. You got, Man, you got to figure Ceh has I, I go, not I really. Go. Uh, Clyde edwards alaire has not uh, amounted to what he was predicted to be, <laughs> and um, you know the Chiefs really still don't uh-huh. necessarily have that running game, and when they do use the run, like little flea flickers to uh, Tyreek Hill and. Um, What's the other one? Uh, not Robinson. Hardman, yeah. So, you know, they, they do little plays like that, but realistically, they're really just a passing team. So, I'd lean Mahomes on this one. And so, this one, this one's always yeah. good because I noticed that they always do this with the Ravens, too. Um, whenever the Ravens are playing, they'll go ahead and they'll take two wide receivers from the opposite team for the battle of receptions. So, you're saying Travis Kelsey uh, versus Tyreek Hill. In receptions, and Tyreek Hill gets a bonus of one and a half. Yeah, so I don't know. I think I'd go for I'd go for Kelsey there. Yeah, he he gets thrown the ball. More. I mean, Hill mm-hmm. runs off those and big then, plays. Uh, but lastly, he just the ball go ahead and play a little bit contrarian. So this one is receiving yards, and this one's got two Bucks wide receivers. Uh, well, uh, if you looked at my fantasy team this year, I had Chris Godwin. So in this case, yeah, I'm going Mike Evans because I, I didn't get nothing with Godwin. So, yeah. all right. Um, well, let's see here. Is there anything else that I want to go ahead and take a look at? Let's take a look at the touchdown dance. All How right. About the touchdown so, dance. We doing that? Uh, you know, there's plenty of opportunity to score in this game. There's plenty of different guys that you can go ahead and wager on, but there's a lot of targets here too. So keep in mind that you got to select three. Uh, you get your option here. Two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half, and the prize is either two and a half times, four and a half times, or times what your uh, what your goal is. So if you hit your goal, that's what your payout is. But wager on two and a half here, Matthew. If you had to uh, pick three wide receivers or three three uh, three players in general, um, not counting quarterback, of course, you need three touchdowns. Who are you going to? I feel like mm-hmm. Hill is going to have his uh, his moment here. He's been pretty quiet. Yeah. I know we've both been betting on him the past couple weeks. So I think he's going to break out here mm-hmm. in the uh, under the spotlights here and have a big week. So I'm definitely going Hill. Definitely going to pick. Um, Ooh, this okay. time I'm going to go Ilaire. Yeah. They've been giving him the ball at the goal line a lot. And uh, who's the, who's the main running back for Tampa Bay? It's Fournette. Is, Ronald is it Fournette is where was there too, another guy? Fournette's more the uh, target. Yeah, um, I, I feel like he's going to get in there too. Mm-hmm. A little short pass in the in the in the red zone or something. All right, all right. So yeah, I think I'm going to have to go Hill, Kelsey, which is always dangerous going with these two. 
But Hill Kelsey, and I'm gonna go with the guy that's going ahead and been uh, <laughs> uh been your curse lately, and uh, go with Godwin as well. So uh, okay, we'll go ahead and do that. I'm gonna go ahead and lock that in right now. How about that? I'm gonna go ahead and put that little oh, bet in there now. Make it a bet now. I'm also uh, now. Are you dropping we're not, a G? We're not you dropping a G on that. Friend. Not on. Uh, not on. That. <laughs> Uh, okay. Also, going to go ahead and put the uh, take the Mahomes Brady bet with the more for both. You talked to me into that one, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, I no. absolutely, we'll blame you. No, they'll blame me. All right, and uh, let's see here. What was that last one? <laughs> the last one I liked was at six and a uh, times six here. Wow, there's a more or less with twenty times here, Matt. Let's take a look at this one here real quick. Let's go ahead and do this one. Just... Well, yeah, let's just go ahead and do this one what, for kicks and are, All right, you got one, two, three, four. So there's five the numbers that, on that you have to do more or less on. <clears throat> All right, so we've got... Uh, oh, okay. Whoops, I just lost it. Hold on, it's coming back. There we go. All right. More or less Patrick Mahomes, 329.5 passing yards. We're going to go more. Tom Brady, 299.5 passing yards. We're going to go more. Travis Kelsey, eight and a half receptions. Mm, that's a so, lot. I'm going to go less on that. <laughs> uh, Leonard Fournette, 55 and a half rushing yards. Man, the, I, I was talking about this with, with Todd mm-hmm. here. The, the people that pick these numbers are good. They, they pick it right in the middle where you're just mm-hmm. like, it's right on the fence, man. Rushing yards. Not That's counting. rushing yards only, right? I'm going less. Yeah. Not not. Yeah. Yeah, not counting little Please. dump passes Tyree and stuff Kill, like that. More or less ninety-seven and a half receiving yards. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I I still think ninety-seven and a half is a lot That's to a get, too. especially when you've got that many weapons. So uh, less on that one too. Yeah. And uh. A twenty-time right. bet. Say, I think you know what? We're just gonna throw ten bucks down and just see what happens. I mean, like two hundred dollar payout, right? I would waste ten dollars on a freaking meal at a a fast food meal, you know. So it, it you know, why not take that? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Matt, you have anything else, my friend? All right. Well, uh, in closing, I think that's it. Uh, we need to make a quick list correction. Uh, last week, we went ahead and recorded the list, and uh, we mentioned Dr. Josh Soroka. Um, Dr. Josh Soroka doesn't exist. Uh, Josh Soroka does. And uh, Josh Soroka, the uh, the Section 336 podcaster uh, who went ahead and um, basically started this movement for the Orioles postgame show amongst all the Orioles uh, Orioles podcasters, um, you know, I, there's there would be no reason to put him on the list uh, after making such of a bold, uh, a great, great call to go ahead and do something like this. So obviously he is not on the list. Uh, the man that we were thinking of at that time was Matt Soroka, Dr. Matt Soroka. And uh, Dr. Matt Soroka for his <laughs> playing along with the uh, with the Bowie Bay Sox and I and uh, just uh Encouraging the fighting, um, Doctor Josh or Doctor Josh, Doctor Matt Soroka will stay on the list. Oh boy! <laughs> you, know, hey, you never know. Josh could be a doctor one day. 
he he very well Doc, could. Doctor of podcasting. So, How about that? All right, Matt. So we got a uh, we got two minutes real quick. <laughs> uh, Royal Rumble is tonight. We haven't watched professional wrestling in forever. Um, who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Come on now. No, two no, minutes. Don't do this to me. Hey, well, right, wait, I'm you go first. Go, uh, I'm going to go Daniel Bryan. Okay. Um, dang, man, you got me here. Take your time. We got two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Uh... <laughs> Damn, who's left? Go ahead and try to figure out who's WWE. left. We want to go ahead and thank you for uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. You can reach out to us, bleacherbirds at gmail.com. Uh, I handle the Twitter account at bleacherbirds. Matt handles at bleacher Matt. And uh, Matt, one more minute. Who you got? <laughs> um. I'm sure there's going to be a comeback. Is there any comeback, you know there any comeback stories in, this year? Matt, I'm going to go ahead and pencil you in for Big E Langston is going to be your pick. Big E Langston is, uh, is Matt's pick for this year. No, how about... In the Royal Rumble. Been... No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, scratch that. I don't even know who that is. Go, go, I've been seeing Goldberg's name in the, in the news, like headlines, a bunch, so... <laughs> All right, oh, guys, for, you heard it. You love. heard it here. Um, Matt's pick, Biggie <laughs> Langston. Tune in next week as we go over the Super Bowl, Super Bowl bets. Uh, find out if anybody has <laughs> any money whatsoever, and find out if Matt finds out just who in the hell Biggie Langston truly is. We'll see you next week, guys. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>